This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So we are joined this morning by Sarah. Beautiful name, by the way. Thank you, you With too. an H. Nice add-on. <laughs> and you work at one of my favorite organizations here in the Houston area, who's also a beneficiary this year of our Deck the Hall Ball concert, and it is Depelsion. And if you live with Inside the Loop, you've probably driven past the sign for Depelsion, or if you've done anything with the Houston Texans, you've probably heard the name Depelsion. But Sarah, we wanted you to come in here with us this morning to kind of explain what Depelsion is, and then we'll get into the story of how you got started at Depelsion. Sure. So Depelsion is a foster care licensing agency. So we license foster homes. We also do some prevention things in the house. We have in-house counseling for our foster families. Um, There's a lot of other things that we do, but our primary role is we license foster homes. And for people that are unfamiliar with foster homes, foster homes are homes that children go to when they are taken out of their particular home for either safety concerns, health concerns, correct? Correct. Yeah. Neglect, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all the things that you would remove a child for, they would enter CPS care and we would um, have a home license to take them and trained and able to help them heal and walk them through the process. And for people that are listening right now that have thought about becoming a foster parent. Some of the requirements for becoming a a foster parent are? Sure. You have to be 21. You have to be able to pass a background check. Um, You can be straight, single, a two-parent household, um, gay, just as long as you're happy, healthy, and a safe home for a child. I think that answers a lot of questions. I think there are a lot of misconceptions about who actually qualifies to be a foster parent. And I think there are a lot of questions that people who have heard stories about the foster care system have about what is that screening process. And the great thing that Pelchin does is you don't just place children in a home. There are rigorous classes that people have to go to, background checks, home studies. They want to make sure, and you all want to make absolutely sure, that the home that you're placing a child in is a safe home for that child for however long or short they're there. Most definitely. So our application is online. So you first, you would fill out an application. You would submit all your supporting documents, and that's things like, you know, your driver's license, your social security card, your paycheck stubs. We have to make sure that you're able to support your household as is because we don't want to put another child in your home, and then, you know, it doesn't work for anybody if you're struggling to make ends meet already. Um, There's not a magic number for your budget. just have to show that you're able to pay your bills right now with a little bit extra, you know, just in case things come up. Um, you'll submit just some online paperwork, and then you'll go through our pre-service training, which is done over Zoom. Everything is virtual now. COVID kind of changed the way that we did things, and that makes it easier for our families. 
So you go through our Zoom training. Um, that's 26 hours over the course of three evenings a month. It's done from 6 to 9 p.m. We offer it every month, so it's flexible. Um, after our pre-service training, you would do a little bit of online training classes, and that's also on your time and your schedule. Then you would move to the home study. And the home study is the in-depth interview that you were talking about. They'll come to your home. They'll talk to you about your childhood, your traumas, your relationships. Just we'll get to know you as a person. Everything that makes Sarah Pepper, Sarah Pepper, right. we'll get to know Sarah. Um, so we can vouch that you are an adjusted, safe adult. And stable for and a stable, child. For because sure. you can't have a situation that's unstable be met with more instability. Absolutely. It's not okay for anyone. Absolutely. And through that process, you're able to say, um, you know, I think I'm open for children ages you know, zero to eight. And you can be as specific or unspecific as you want, but in turn, that could increase your weight. And you really have to think about the needs of the child. You know, if you could say you wanted a little boy age two to five, who is, let's just say Hispanic, you know, that cuts in half all the girls. And then that cuts in half, you know, all the other races of children. Right. So you're just increasing your weight. So the more open you could be, the quicker we can place you with a child. Um, and, and then, how long is that placement? Because I think that would probably lead us to the next question if yeah. you're listening to this, where your mind is going. What is that period of time that you're making that commitment for? Sure. So oftentimes when a child comes into care, you know, it's it's pretty serious at that point. The parents have a lot of work to do to get their kids back. So oftentimes they'll be given a service plan from the judge. They usually have about a year to work this plan. So let's just say there were drugs involved. That service plan might look like rehab clean drug tests, stable housing, stable employment, things like that. So usually they have a year to get it together. But if they're making progress, you know, the judge can offer an extension. So sometimes that turns into 18 months, turns into two years. Typically not past that. They like to have permanency for the child. But it can happen. You know, every case is different. So when a child first enters care, usually they're there for at least a year or yeah. so. Sometimes, though, I mean, they try to place with kinship families right away. And that's my role at DePelchin. I serve all of our kinship families. So when a child is first removed, they're initially looking, you know, for grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, a family Someone friend. Within the family. The child has a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Less traumatic for the child. So they're doing that initially. But sometimes that doesn't happen right away. You know, maybe later somebody will come up and they'll say, I can take the child. So in that case, you might have the child for shorter than a year. And that's a good thing. You know, you want these kids to move with people that they're comfortable with and familiar with. Of course. You know, kids belong with family. So... A lot of a lot of our families are, you know, scared to say goodbye and scared to, you know, grow to love a child. But oftentimes when they leave, like it really is what's best. Either mom and dad have turned it around and then they belong together. You know, they yeah. really do. Or grandma or aunt or, you know, their close family friend steps up and that's also, that's, you know, that's just better for the child. So you really have to look at it. You have to kind of put yourself on the back burner and really just do what's best for the kids. Um, but, you know, in our area in Houston, Seven out of 10 times when a child enters care, they don't get to go back home. So oftentimes parental rights are terminated and that's after the parent has not worked their plan. So that's, you know, 18 months, two years down the road from removal, parental rights are terminated. And then that child is available for adoption. And so when that child is already in your home, the foster parent, you know, would get the first rights to adopt the child. And almost always, you know, they love this baby. Right. They, you know, they're their family. So of course. of course they want to adopt. You know, sometimes the... Foster parents might be older or maybe adoption wasn't their goal, or, and that's okay, too. We have those families who also just want to adopt, and so they can kind of move to, to that home. But every time you move a child, it sets them back six months academically, sure. socially. So yeah. really, it's best if we can place 
a child in a home where that could be their forever home if need be. And I know that you're probably thinking of this too, and this is something that's very big for us on our show, is mental health and Absolutely. being able to deal with issues as they come up. Uh, we are big, big advocates of that. And you're probably thinking if a child comes into your home who has been through trauma, you may not understand that trauma having never been through that. What are the services that Depelchin offers or the resources to be able to navigate through that? Sure. So we have in-house counselors. Um, they can come to your home, work with the child, they work with your family as a whole. Um, I feel like our training that we train our foster parents with is really re- unique. It's TBRI. Not unique, but it, it's just life-changing. Yeah. It really is life-changing. Um before becoming employed by Depelchin, I was a foster parent in 2016. I ended up adopting four children from Depelchin. And so through that time, we took advantage of the counseling and the services, and we worked through things that came our way. You know, of course, there's going to be issues. There's going to be bumps in the road. There, you know, there's trauma involved. And right. it's, it's hard for the whole family. But I really felt like Depelchin was there to guide my family through it and make sure that we were successful long term. You just navigated into the second (laughs) part. No, that was great. Uh, Sarah is not only an employee of Depelchin, but you actually started off as a foster parent. And what was it that was your calling that you knew this is something that I need to do in my life? Sure. So just as a young child, I felt the need. You know, I was raised with the mentality from my dad that you know, too much whom is given, much is required. And if we're not using our time on this earth to really share our resources and our, our talents with other people, then, you know, what are we doing? So right. I felt like my husband and I, we had four biological kids at the time. They were 10 and 7, and our 5-year-old twins had just gone to kindergarten. And we felt like, okay, now we're in a good spot to help somebody else. So yeah. we signed up to foster. Really just, our goal was really to foster, just to provide a safe place for however long they needed us. We were open to adoption because we knew that, you know, that might be a possibility but that wasn't our goal. Um, We were open to two kids because in the state of Texas, you can have six kids per home, and that's any combination of foster, adopted, biological, just six kids total. So we had four bios. We were open for two. Um, We got a call for a 13-month-old little girl. Uh, They brought her to us, and when they did, they said that the mom was very pregnant. So we kept our other spot on hold in case they removed the baby, and they did. So we got baby brother from the hospital at birth, Um, And then, you know, we just loved on these kids. We grew as a family. We became attached. And then it became clear that mom wasn't going to get them back, unfortunately. And they had other siblings in care. So we petitioned the court to take two more. Oh, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) So it it was an ordeal. You know, they don't do it often because it's it's the state mandate, minimum standards. But the important thing for you was for them to have their siblings. Yeah, you know, I had four kids myself. Just to separate them, oh, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. No, absolutely. You know, they need to be together as much as they can. And we couldn't take all. It's a large sibling group. We couldn't take all. We did what we could. So they said that we could take up to eight, so two more, if we provided 24-7 awake care. And what and is that? that meant we had to hire a night nanny to sit in our home overnight awake oh. just to make sure that everybody was safe. Great on the court's part to say, hey, yeah. let's bring someone in for this because what a transition to go from, you know, this many children to this family. Yeah, so we had to, that was out of our own pocket. You know, we had our church stepped up. Um, we had a great organization, Building Connections. They stepped up takes to a help. Village. Our friends pitched in. Yep. Yeah, and we were, you know, we were financially sound, but we weren't in the spot to cover that on our own. 
you know, but the community wants, not everybody can be a, be a foster parent, you know, but truly most people, they want to help kids in care. Well, you talked so about what surprised. your dad said. And this yeah. is a thing that my mom has always said, that you help in the way that you can help, right? For sure. Sarah, you're not a doctor. You're not going to cure cancer. For but sure. you can run, walk, and fundraise. Yeah. Not everybody can be a foster parent, but everybody can play a role in the foster sure. care system. And yeah. that's so great that everyone yeah, around you really, really stepped did. up. We had... Um, you know, I think we had six or seven friends also get certified to babysit to give our night nanny. You know, when she couldn't work, they would step in, and it was a long ordeal. It ended up going longer than it we anticipated just because there were some errors in the termination paperwork and things like that. You know, CPS, it's always more complicated than you think it's going to be. Life happens, and with does. a lot of paperwork, and especially with children involved, you want to make sure that it's done right and yeah. every. He is crossed, every eye is dotted. Absolutely. You want to do it the right way. Just be along for the ride and have patience because you're going to need it. We just went through that process and then we adopted the four of them. That was back in 2018, I think. So 2022, and here we are. Everyone has, you know, grown. And How old are your kids now? So I have a 19-year-old, a 15-year-old. I have three 12-year-olds because I had twins and our other little girl that we adopted was three months younger than the twins. Oh, wow. So almost triplets. Yeah. And then 10, 7, and 6. Wow. Yeah. Full house, so full heart. Full house, yeah. And then once again, the baby went to kindergarten, and I was like, I still have foster care. It's just my passion. It's my heart. You yeah. Know, what else can I do? So through my time at DePelchin, I just made the connections that I felt like, you know, I really loved it. I loved the people. I felt supported, and I thought I want to be a part of this. So I called up, you know, Arnold, one of the VP there now. Arnold's great. He's awesome. He's yeah. amazing. And it just worked out that DePelchin was growing and they had this new position, the kinship service specialist. So now I get to serve kinship families, kind of like ours, that are really trying to keep siblings together, families together. And here I am. And here you are, yeah. right here yeah. with us. I mean, yep. what an amazing story of both sides of the foster care system, going from someone who was going to be a foster parent to yeah. adopting to initially um, just thinking that's where it would end, but falling in love with the Pelchins so sure. much that you ended up working for the organization. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the things, because I know a lot of people have questions that either they're afraid to ask or they don't want to ask. Sure. What are some of the things that you think are misconceptions about the foster care system that you would like to set straight now? Okay, yeah. People say, you know, I can't adopt a baby. You can adopt a baby. If you're open to accepting a newborn, who was maybe drug exposed. You know, a lot of our newborns who were removed, it's because, the you know, mom used prenatal drugs. So if you're open to that, you can absolutely get a newborn. And seven times out of 10, they're not going to get to go back home. We hope that they do. We hope mom gets clean. Of but, course. But oftentimes they don't. And so then you're able to, to love that baby from the beginning and, and adopt them eventually. Um, we hear that it costs money. It doesn't. Depelchin is almost entirely free. You do have to pay for your background checks, but that's, you know, 40 bucks. You have to pay for that at most jobs. Right, yeah. The fire Come on now, and the drug <laughs> sure, test. Yeah. You all know. Yeah, the fire inspection's like 100 I mean, your your overall cost is probably $300. And like you said, if yeah. you're someone who's willing to do this, odds are someone within your church or an organization will probably step up and yeah, help you with that if yeah. you're open about the process. Sure. This is something Sarah and I were talking before we started the interview. This is something that I'm very seriously looking into. And I was so happy that you came in today because as someone who's sitting in the seat that you sat in yeah. in 2016, these are some of the things that people have told me that are in no way associated with foster care and probably spreading things that they have just heard. Right. So let's squash them right now. Yeah. I'm a single mom. They okay. tell me it'll be so hard for you to be placed with a foster child. Absolutely not. A lot of our foster parents are single parents. I have 
have a young child in the home, it'll be so hard for you to be placed with a foster child. Absolutely not. We do recommend just that you stick with birth order. It's not a hard rule. You're, you know, we trust your family. You know what your family that best. That means that if your child was three, we would recommend fostering zero to three. Okay. Just because that's the natural order of the way things work, you know, and if you were going to have a baby who was younger, your daughter would naturally understand or grow to understand that that baby needs more love and care at that time. That makes sense. So it's just easier than if you're bringing in, you know, an older kid and that might just like throw off the balance a little bit. But I'm the only income from my household. You're probably, Sarah, going to have no, a hard yeah, time doing No, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we, if you can pay your bills, you're good to go. And I do every month Yeah, on time. I'm sure. Yeah. Excellent. My mother now lives with me. Perfect. And not for care, just yeah. for, you know, that's how things worked out through the pandemic. People have said, well, you have an older family member living in the home. Also, you're not going to be able to be placed with the No, we child. love that. The more support, the better. We would have to, you know, have her pass a background check, obviously. And she's Nana's be, clean. Yeah, and if she's going to be babysitting, she'll take some of the training classes with you. But we love it. More, the, more, more love and support for the child, the better. And I think if you're listening to this, too, and you're going through the same things within my mind, that you've always wanted more children, and because of— biology or just the way that things have worked out for you, that's not in the cards for you. The hardest, at least for me, and I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure you're feeling this too. Yeah. The hardest move to make is the first one. Absolutely. The most difficult thing to do is either go online and fill out the paperwork or pick up the phone and talk to Arnold and Sarah over at Capelchin. But once you understand that that's the hardest step you have to make through all this is just committing and getting over any anxiety or questions you have about it and making that first move, your role in this child's life is going to be life-changing for, oh, for them. Sure. For however yeah. long or short you have this this child in your home, no matter what your goal is. So if you've been thinking about that, Sarah, what's the best way for people that are listening right now that that's what the next step they want to make? What's the sure. best thing for them Yeah, to so do? on our website, depelchin.org, you will find information for our orientations. And that's kind of like what we're doing now, just— We'll have a little orientation video. I host a lot of them, just a lot of Q&A. You can pepper me with all the questions you have. And then following that, there's an online application. So if you go to our website, you can click on getting started. Um, Everything we do is online. So you'll submit your application online. Which is so much more convenient, especially for parents that work or have children. You're not coming to the office. You can just upload all your documents right there. We'll review it, and then we'll give you a call. We'll have a little application review interview, we call it. Well, we'll just go over your application, talk about your goals and expectations and how we can work together to meet those. And then you'll move on to training and then home study. And the whole process takes, you know, it just depends, um, like four to five months, maybe three to four months. Really how quickly you can get your paperwork in is kind of what holds people up sometimes. We appreciate you so much for coming Absolutely. in this morning Thanks for the for information, crossing out all of those misconceptions yes. that people have. And if you've heard this and you want to get involved in one way, shape, or form, that address for the website is one more time. Depelchin.org, and that's D-E-P-E-L-C-H-I-N.org. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.